dice out now. Game. Game. Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chech, and I'll be your DM for tonight. And the players with me tonight are Richard. Hey. Yeah. I wanted to use a bit, but I realized I'd already used it. So, oops. And Clara. Hi. Wait, did we forget someone that? Nah. Nah. No, I think we have everybody. No, that that's everybody, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely everybody. It's a bit shorter introduction than usual. Oh well. It's uh, time efficiency. <laughs> Maybe we're getting the hang of this podcasting thing. Nah, that I'm doesn't good. sound Calm like down. us. <laughs> yeah, you know, not much. Doesn't sound like us. No, that's not us. No. No. Speaking of podcasting, it's been a week since we last played, and like I spent some time listening to my friend Patrick's podcast. It's called Misfits Guide to Adventuring, and and I started mixing up everything. I'm not sure what happened on our podcast, what happened on their podcast. I mean, ours is good, but so is theirs. And, you know, it's all interesting. And anyways, can somebody remind me? I think there was something about a fighting pit and... Uh, uh, okay, love you, bye. Okay. No, wait, that that was Misfit's Guide to Adventures. Oh, damn. So what what happened on our podcast then? Well, let me think. We were called to breakfast, but uh, Hector uh, took... Uh, Decla off to a field. He took Decla's hand and focused until her tattoo glowed. She was blessed by Paylor. They then made up another batch of the cure. Uh, the younger daughter clung to Dawn, who was somewhat perturbed by this. <laughs> he made her hair rainbow-coloured, much to her excitement. He also made the older girl's socks sparkle for some reason. Uh, we took the cure to Domen, and he woke up. Uh, We returned to the inn and were yelled at by the innkeeper for the mess Daniel had made, and Dawn hurting the halfling chicken. Kasni tried to mend things, but the innkeeper swung a broom at him. They discussed what to do before heading to the church, where Daniel was being held. It seemed he got upset at the damage to his coat and threw a tantrum the previous evening. We returned to the inn to get Daniel's things. The innkeeper didn't take it well, but Decla intimidated him into letting Dawn and Darren get Daniel's stuff, and Dawn received a raven with a message of confusion about our plan. Darren pocketed ten of Daniel's gold, but Dawn saw. He gave the innkeeper ten more of the gold. Darren threw one at him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we went to retrieve him, gave a lady a gold in exchange for the key, and we pretended we were breaking him out. Uh, we got him out and left, but not before Decla made an additional donation and we returned the key. Dawn trolled Daniel while he was coming down from a lavender dust binge. Uh, we got to the town of Mellersville and looked for a place to stay. Daniel knew a place and we got rooms there. We replied to the Boneyard's message and headed to bed. Darren wrote endless letters to everyone he has shown any interest in to say he would be going on a quest to find his family. Then he headed to the bar and bought a drink for himself and a lady. She noticed his cuss ring and commented that he's a bit far west. Darren panicked and ran away. Okay, yeah, so now that any confusion of what happened on our podcast is cleared... You settle down for the night in your rooms and you fall asleep. And Cassney, Cassney, you're walking through a blizzard. The ground is rising and falling beneath your feet. And after a while, you realize it's not actually ground. It's waves. You're walking on top of the ocean. And you look up at the blizzard and through the storm, a face appears larger than life. And her hair is flowing in the blizzard like anemone in the seas. Her eyes are black voids which stare into your soul and she smiles, an impossibly white smile, full of sharp teeth. You're getting more and more powerful, she says. That's good. I'm proud of you. And a large blue hand, circled by thin sheets of ice, reaches out towards you and pokes your chest with a finger. Ice envelops your entire body and the ocean gives way beneath your feet. You sink below the waves and you start to panic. But then you realize, wait, this is fine. You can breathe. 
and the cold. It doesn't even bother you, you can hardly feel it anyway. The thought that you are about to start panicking is so absurd makes you want to laugh, and you laugh, and you laugh, and you laugh, and the sound of your own laughter wakes you up in your bed as the morning approaches. And you wake up in your room that you got in the tavern. So did you all get the same room or did you get separate rooms? No, Dawn we would get be staying, separate rooms. Yeah, Dawn would be staying in the same room as anyone else. No. No, he's he's a fancy kitty. Can, can we hear Kasni waking up cackling? Yeah, Kasni wakes up uh, cackling almost morning, so... Kasni uh, decides uh, he's up. He's got. A few, he's he's had something on his mind for a couple of days. So he goes. Uh, he goes to his bag and he reaches in it to find some writing material and the robes that uh, he'd found at the at the temple. And when he's in there, he, he his hand catches on on something and it makes a sort of like Cling. tinkly metally noise. Yeah, and he uh, he grabs it and pulls it out. It's the bracelet that he stole at the wedding and he had completely forgotten about. Yeah, it's a golden bracelet. It's like a golden band with uh, three sapphires inlaid. I shall detect magic on it. Yeah, you detect magic on it and it uh, lights up with sort of a purpley magenta enchantment aura. Okay. Does it also tell you what, exactly what it does, or...? No, that's identified. No, I do, and I do not have that. If it has attunement, that would be a way to learn what it does, but... Could also be cursed. It was a gift at a wedding, and like, well, you know, he was—he was a mob guy. No, I'm just saying that uh, if you attune to something that's cursed, you are affected by the curse. Yeah, but attunement is the easiest way to figure out what a magic item is. Well, in which case, uh, Kasni will put it on. Yeah, and it looks real nice on you. Really shiny, really sparkly. Goes nice with your complexion. Goes nice with your jacket. Cool. You feel a uh, plus one point more confident. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, charisma. Yeah, you get a plus one charisma. And it's not cursed. You can remove it if you want. Okay. Right, so you also find your riding equipment and the uh, fancy robes. Well, I say fancy, the nice soft robes. Okay, so Kazni will sit at a desk. I assume there is one in the room. There is. He starts writing a note. <clears throat> Vex, my darling, please accept my deepest apologies for this recent gap in communication. Whilst I have reasons, none of them excuse this lapse. You do not deserve such neglectful treatment. In my recent travels, I found myself in a lost temple, and while I was there, I found these robes in a glorious fabric. They are simple and plain in style, but the fabric is quite something, as are you, my dear. And I could only imagine what someone as talented and creative could do with such fabric. I hope my travels bring me to Vizlena soon. It has been far too long since I saw your beautiful face. When I'm next in town, I will... And we can... As I... Yours, Kasni. Kiss, kiss, kiss. And he folds it neatly and he puts it on top of the robes and I'm going to say he has some, uh, like, paper to wrap it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, ties it with a string... Or ribbon, if he has ribbon. Oh, yeah, he does have a ribbon. Yes, let's, let's say he has some ribbon. And he will also write another letter. This one is to Willow. Mm-hmm. My dear Willow, I hope this letter finds you in good health and greater spirits, and that life is going well for you. It pains me that as I travel, you cannot reach me with such beautiful letters as you are wont to write. I look forward to the time that we can next be together, to hear the latest news of your life over a glass of wine. I have so many things to tell you, and I hope you will find my tales as entrancing as I find yours. You are as wonderful a listener as you are a captivating storyteller, and I miss talking with you late into the night, curled up together by the fireplace as I stroke your soft fur. I do not know when my travels will bring me back to you, but I dearly wish that it is not too far in the future. Yours, Kasni. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Oh my god, Dio, that was so sweet! Oh! <laughs> Why did you get to be so cute? <laughs> right, so he'll fold the second letter up uh, neatly and seal it. And he'll take those, um, put them, actually he'll probably put them back in his bag and then find a post office to take them to uh, after he's had some breakfast. Yeah, so you go downstairs, uh, you get some breakfast. It's fairly empty, like there's a few people around you think they're probably 
regulars, you know, just for coffee. So you you get some breakfast and then you head out. You ask around a bit and you find a post office. It's a bit after 8 in the morning, so the post office just opened for business. Okay. And I will uh, I will send them, so let me know if that uh, will cost me some money, I assume. Well, yeah, you uh, you walk into the post office and uh, at the office window you uh, see a familiar halfling. Oh? <laughs> yeah, and it's your old friend Del. Oh. Okay. Does she notice me? There's not a lot of people at the office because it just opened and she looks kind of tired, barely woken up. She's supporting her head with one hand and uh, holding on to a mug of coffee with the other. And she sees you. She looks away. She does a double take. Blinks widely, twice. Del! She rubs her eyes and she's like, Cassie? Yes. Um, yes, uh... I, I'm surprised to see you, see you here, Van. Holy shit. How's it going? Dude, <laughs> pretty okay. I mean, you know, I work at the post office, so how how good can it be? Hmm. Yes, it's a bit of a change of direction for you. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is, yeah. Um, how long have you been in town? I only got in yesterday evening. Oh yeah, that would explain why I haven't seen you yet. Yeah, no, I've been uh, I've been traveling, just doing a bit of you know an escort uh, mission at the moment. Oh, escort mission. Yeah, not that kind of escort. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could see you getting into that kind of business, but it's not really your style. Yeah, but yeah, so you you've changed directions, uh, business directions, or uh, does that mean sort of? I mean, you know me, I um. Sticking to one thing is not really my wheelhouse. Like, to have options. I mean, as long as the door doesn't close behind you, right? Yes, yes indeed. I seem to be uh, doing alright at the moment. Although, I can't say that I'm uh, pleased with the uh, person who's currently employing me. He's a bit of a bit of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, and she takes a sip from her coffee. I've been escorting this absolute jerk, Daniel. What, just by yourself? Oh, no, I've, there's a few of them of us. Um, okay. But he, oh, he's he's such an asshole. But, you know, he offered good money. Mm, I can respect that. He also um, might have uh, some connections. Just felt like it would be useful to see if I could get any information out of him. Yeah. So anyway, you're are you here to send something or... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got this parcel. Uh, it needs to go to uh, the tailors in uh, Vizlena. Okay, yeah. I, I'll send this. And this letter here, which is going to ascribe in Corvia. Okay. Yes. Wow, keeping your irons hot, I see. Well, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm not going to pretend I understand it, but you do you. All right. So, um, yes, how much will that be? And she specifies an amount. It's like, I don't know, a few copper, maybe a silver. Maybe a little over a silver, but yeah. All right, so... Hey, I'd, I'd love to catch up after work, you know? I, I'm not sure how long I'm going to be around. Uh, I think this uh, Daniel idiot, he's, uh, he's conducting business in town today. I'm not sure how long we're going to be. Well, if you're still in town, I stop at four, you know, come come drop by the Bog Rose. I'll, I'll be there with some friends and, you know, bring bring your friends as well. Bog Rose? As in, like, a, a marsh land? Right, okay. Yeah, um... Uh, this is me, the DM, talking like the the city is like on the edge of a bog. Yeah, I'll be there with some friends, you know. Come, come join, come chat, you know. I would be glad to. Like I said, if if I can't uh, stay, I will. I'll pop by and let you know. Yeah, amazing. But it'd be nice to catch up. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. I have to say, I'm surprised to see you around these parts. Yeah, well, you know, gotta follow work where it leads you. <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With that, you uh, say your goodbyes and you leave the post office. Okay, so the rest of you, uh, when are you getting up? What are you doing? Dawn will go downstairs, get breakfast. If Cassidy's laughter woke him up, then then. I mean, it's a room away, so... Uh... But, like, he's had a day Is or he a, a week. <laughs> Is he a heavy sleeper or a light sleeper? He's a rogue. Of course he's not a heavy sleeper. Fair. Dawn lies in bed as Kasny cackles, hopes that Kasny had a good night as it sounds like he did. <laughs> Snoozes for about half an hour and then goes downstairs for breakfast and sort of like knocks on Declar's door as he goes past. Yeah, Declar, are you awake already or? Declar was up at the crack of dawn. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, no, not that crack. <laughs> Just knock on an empty room. Different crack and different dawn. Um, and uh, <laughs> she meditates for about a minute and uh, starts to very, very slightly, almost imperceptibly, be a little bit brighter than everything else in the room. Um, and then she does her yoga. Okay. Positively glowing. She's casting sanctuary on herself. Awesome. Dawn probably finds her in the common room. Yeah, and Decla, as you're meditating, this connection you feel to the sun, it's amplified somehow. Like, you, you were always able to feel it, but it's easier. You just ease into it. Like, usually you had to uh, push against it, but now it just, it's almost like it embraces you. Awesome. Uh, Dawn is shoveling breakfast in his face. Mm-hmm. Is Daniel around yet? No. Well, thank God for small mercies. It's like eight in the morning, you know. <laughs> He's a drinker. Yeah, and he was wrecked yesterday. Yes, he was. If Declo rocks up, he'll... Uh... Yeah, no, she's already there when you come downstairs. She, she wakes up earlier than you. Yeah, all three all three of you would be uh, in the common room at about the same time. I would say Casting would actually be the last one to get there. And Darren's not there yet, but that's usual for him. Yes, he always is the most... You only uh, met him like two, three days ago. I mean, yeah, you did, but in that time he's been the... I want to say the rowdiest of you, but I, 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 don't, I don't think that's the right word for it. At least once he didn't wake up in the same building as us, so... Yeah, this is true. Well, neither did Dawn. Yeah, you didn't that morning as well. That was the day that you both got Also it. true. <laughs> Dawn sort of looks around at his companions and goes, So, what's the plan for today? Daniel needs to go to the bank. Yeah. Do we have anything in town? He'll probably want us to uh, escort him to the bank, since he's so yes, concerned. Yes, and I definitely assume he's going to want us we may with struggle him. To, yeah, we may struggle to leave him completely alone once he's got the money as well. But it's going to take a while for them to bring the money in. Didn't he say that? Quite possibly. I don't know. He wants quite a bit. I know every time he opens his mouth I get this weird buzzing sensation. I don't understand half the things anyone says. Uh, without a trace of irony, Dawn says, it's it's probably for the best, Declan. Most people don't say anything worth hearing. Hmm. Where are they? Uh, who? Daniel and Darren. Yeah, they're not around. Dawn is just going to assume that Darren is in someone else's room. <laughs> and Darren says, so what was the laughing about, Kasney? Oh, very strange dream. Less exciting than I hoped for, but okay, Spill. Oh, uh, it's hard to explain. I, I think you had to be there. Strange, but okay. Not sure I'd want to be there if you were laughing at me like that. <laughs> Kasni gives uh, Dawn a bit of a wry smile. <laughs> yeah, and you, can, you and you can just excuse yourself and leave, so we don't drag this on too long. Yes. Uh. Yeah. I've got. Uh, I've just got to head to the post office. Uh. I'll be back in a bit. Uh. If you're not here, uh. We're we're. Probably I'll look for you maybe at the bank. I guess so, but I wouldn't imagine Daniel will be around That's for true. a while. He's hardly a, an early riser, is he? Okay, I'll be back in a bit. Kasni toddles off to uh, correct the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do you go from the post office? Do you just return back to the... Yeah, I'll head back, see if they're still there. Yeah, they're still there. You come back like half an hour later. Uh, okay, I assume still no sign of Daniel. No. Or Darren, for that matter. Where is Darren? Does, has anyone checked on him? Like, do, do we know he slept here last night? No, he's probably found someone else. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna go check his room just in case. Did he get a room? Yeah, he did. Yeah, we all got Yeah, lunch. okay. Kasni, do you, are you gonna come with me? No, never mind. Uh, uh, sure, goes, Kasni, I'll protect you from waking Darren up. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's the reason, of course. Um, Kasni just can't be bothered to argue. Uh, Kasni goes to Darren's room and uh, knocks... And then waits a little bit. Yeah, there's no answer. Uh, after about five knocks and waits, he just like, Darren, I hope you're decent. And he pushes the door open. The door opens. You step inside and um, the room's empty. Darren is nowhere to be seen. Kathy looks under his bed. He likes sleeping on the floor. He's a weirdo. Yeah, it's, he's not under the bed. Nothing, nothing <laughs> at all left in the room. I sort of like, Look around a little bit, move things. All his stuff is here, actually. And the bed is actually crumpled a bit. He probably did lie in it for a bit. I put all his stuff in his bag and I pick it up. If you find him later, I'll give him it, give him it back. I just don't really want to leave anything in the hotel since we're probably not staying here another night. 
And uh, on the desk, you also see there's a few letters. Oh, I look at the letters. Are they in envelopes already, or...? He didn't even bother to pe- take them to the post office. What a... No, he just left them lying on the desk for a bit. Right, so yeah, I'll, 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 I'll shove all his stuff in his bag and I'll pick up the letters. Uh, Dawn reads the letters. They're very sweet and very sappy, and you look, there's four of them and they're all exactly the same. <laughs> okay. That's about right for Darren, I suppose. Lazy. Did you follow this format too? <laughs> Did you not see? Mine were very different. I personalise my letters. I care about my lovers. That's what makes you so special, Kersney. It's the personal touch. It shows a distinct lack of class to, uh, you know, send the same letter to everyone. Oh, I entirely agree. Don't worry. Terribly bad form, especially if you're found out. Yes. Right, okay. I shove everything in the bag. Mm -hmm. And I I go down. um, I'm going to ask at the uh, bar away and I say, um... Uh, seen our friend Darren, human, about this high, red hair, sometimes surrounded by butterflies. <laughs> uh, I don't remember any butterflies, but yeah, he ca- he came downstairs last night. I wasn't paying attention, but one second he was here, and then the next second he just up and disappeared. Well, that was rude. Yeah, I mean, at least he paid for his stuff, you know, he paid up front, so... At least that's something. Oh yes, have you, uh, I don't suppose you've seen Daniel. I mean, it wouldn't be like him to be up this early, but... Nah, he was pretty pissed last night. I don't, I don't expect him down by before 11. Yeah, he, um, he's had a few days of... Uh... <laughs> nah, that's just Daniel. We go way back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> nah, he's a good guy. I like him. Kasney tries to keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn's sort of in the process of turning around and pauses before continuing the motion. <laughs> So, would you recommend anything to do in town while we wait? Mm. He just kind of shrugs. I mean, we don't really want to wander off too far like we did the other day. We got a bit uh, distracted and he was not happy about that. I suspect if we do it again, he'll probably be less inclined to pay us. If you're the shopping types, you can go to the markets pretty nearby. If you're the religious types, you can go to the church. But, you know, that's up on the hill, so it's going to take you a while. What's the local uh, church? What saint does the... Uh, saint George. Saint Yuri. Okay. What is he the saint of? I mean, he killed a dragon. That's what he's famous for. But, you know. Paradoxically of dragons. <laughs> is that the only church in, in the city? No, it's not. It's the main one, though, presumably. Yeah, it's the main one. If I, if I have a bit of time, I might do, but I don't, I don't know what's going on. Don't want to get too far from here in case Daniel wakes up and... Yeah, um... You know how he is when he wakes up in the morning. He... Yeah, do I? Dawn really doesn't have much else to do other than wait for Daniel, so if he was like, if Kasny and um, Declan have things to do, he'll wait for Daniel. Well, I, He um... says with a long-suffering grimace. I, I've done the thing I wanted to do, but uh, let's just head back to uh, Declan. I don't know what's going on. And so I head back into the room where we left her. Yes, um, curiously, um, Darren isn't there. Apparently he left. He did just disappeared at some point last night. He came down and then disappeared. I assume he found a, a friend to uh, go back to the house of. He left all his things <laughs> here, but I packed them up. In a case friend that he here. hasn't written to. <laughs> Maybe he did. Well, I mean, I suppose um, he'll come back eventually. What about Daniel? Probably won't be awake until about 11-ish. Suppose we've got some time then. Is there a library in town or some other, like, a school or... Oh yeah, it's actually this city is uh, has uh, the one of the most important universities of magic in the country. Declan, should we go and... Um... See if we can find anything about this sunset. Um, Addy, where? Um, Declan looks positively terrified. <laughs> I- I'm sure Dawn knows his way around a library. He, you're a student, aren't you? You are not wrong. Yes, I suppose that leaves me waiting for Daniel over here. But I've I've done what I want to do today. I don't mind sitting around. I. Oh, um, if I didn't mention it earlier, I will make sure my sleeves cover the bracelet because I'm aware that I stole it from Daniel's house. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You do that. Okay, I'll, I'll wait here for the two idiots. Um, sorry, that's cool. Sure? That's, that's, that's mean to Darren. He may be an idiot, but can't really compare him to Daniel. Um, you yeah, know, I'll wait here. I've, I've done what I need to do today. I would quite like to, um, 
if we're still around at, at about four or later, I, I've made plans to meet up with a, a friend uh, at a bar. Uh, but uh, beyond that, I have no plans. All right. Well, Decla, shall we? Sure. Uh, I guess. Oh, come on. Will they even let me in? Of course they will. You're with me. <laughs> Maybe I should sit this one out. I need your knowledge of the gods in this place. Sorry, what? saints. To know what to look for. <sighs> okay. I know more of the uh, historic religions of this continent than the present day ones. Truly, your advice would be invaluable. Sure. Because, yeah, uh, I think Kasni knows more about the saints than I do. Dekla, if you're clearly uncomfortable going, I will go by myself. But I would like to have your company. How long will this take, though? Depends how big the library is. Can Decla even read? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a thing. She might be a bit dyslexic, but, you know, she can read. She's probably reading a verse, but that's about it. Yeah. Dawn heads off to the university. Okay, you go off to the university. Are there any distractions Decla can try and drive us towards? Well, (laughs) roll me a d6. A d6? Mm Mm-hmm. Four. So yeah, wouldn't you know it, you go traipsing around the city, you go asking around where the uh, university is, where the library is, and you get pointed in a direction, and yeah, it's going to be at a bit of a walk, like at least 30 minute walk there. So you uh, you continue to walk towards the library, and on your way, as you make it uh, into the city district that houses the university, it's called the Magics, you pass a cafe and uh, you just hear, wait, Don? Don, is that you? Dawn's ears sort of perk up, and he pauses and turns around. Yeah, and you see uh, at, at a table at a cafe uh, sitting is your friend, Carella, the silver dragonborn. Dawn blinks a few times and goes, Carella, I find it amazing I missed you. Um, hi, how are you? How, I'm, I'm good, what are you doing here? I, I did not expect you here. What, you're far away from Tarish. Ah, well, maybe I came to see you. <laughs> no, you're right. I can't pull that off. Even I can't. I'm on a job, actually. How are you, though? You got a job. Wow, you're falling low. It's a paying job. He puts a paw to his heart and goes, It is good for me to connect with the common worker. Wow, well. Rolling eyes. Of all the people to ever get radicalized, I did not expect you to be one of them. And she laughs. Yes, well, university changes us all, wouldn't you say? What are you doing here, my dear? Oh, I'm visiting my aunt. She's the dean at the college here. Aranka. Is she? Yeah. Funny that. I was hoping to have a little look around the library. Where are you? Huh. Uh, There's some information I'm after. Okay. Don't suppose you could help with that? I could. I could. I'm kind of I'm kind of busy today, but uh, come drop by tomorrow. I, I can get you in. Curl up. You are a marvel. Hey. Thank you so much. Everything for my old buddy. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, should I meet you here, or should I meet you at the university? Do you have a place in town? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm staying with my aunt, of course. Should I stop around there tomorrow? She doesn't like uh, outside people. Uh, no, just uh, meet me meet me at the library, okay? Corella, have you ever met anyone that doesn't like me once they get to know me? Well, she doesn't know you, that's the problem. <sighs> Probably a good thing we have a platonic relationship, then. Very well, I will see you there. Okay, see you tomorrow, kitty cat. Dawn pauses mid-step before continuing <laughs> on when she says that. Oh, good. So we get to go back to the inn now, right? Dawn slants eyes sideways at Decker and go, don't like big cities? Uh, no, but also don't like uh, schools. Any reason why? I mean, I was just never any good at... Uh, so what's a dean? A dean is... The top professor, if you like. At least that's what they like to believe themselves. To be honest, they're more likely bureaucrats. But never tell them that. Whatever you do, never tell them that. Uh, okay. I don't plan on ever meeting one, so... Well, you might tomorrow. Although Corella's aunt is, um... Yeah, she's, uh... Well, yes, anyway. She will certainly help us get into the library. Can we go back now? Yes, of course we can. Although I did see a very nice park. Would you like to walk around that a bit? I'm not a dog. I was thinking wide open spaces, bit of calmness. (laughs) 
Well, it's a student campus. There's a ton of people. And there's some some very dank smell coming from the park. No, no, okay, let's get you back, Declan. You're clearly uncomfortable. And there's definitely at least one person there on a guitar playing Wonderwall. Okay, no, it's a Miracle Fence. It's not Wonderwall. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking if it's a gathering of students, someone is playing an instrument. Um, if someone is playing Wonderwall on a guitar, Dawn is going to lob a knife at the strings and cut them. <laughs> How about we ask Kazni if he wants to go to a market or something? Would you want to walk around the market? They're quite crowded, normally. Uh, I I mean, not really, but there's something I do want to pick up. Okay, sure. We'll get Kazni and go to market. I assume there is one in a city this size. Uh, we head back to the tavern that we're staying at. Okay. After cutting the guitar strings of the hippie. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, as the fight ensues, we cut back to Kasni. Kasni, you were uh, hanging out at the inn, you were reading something. Or... Yeah, after a while, uh, Daniel moses on down to the uh, bar room. You know, if you didn't know he was alive, you would think that he's undead. <laughs> he's dragging his feet behind him and uh, he's groaning so loud and like, Everybody just shut the fuck up! And uh, he uh, drags himself to the bar and the innkeeper just without words uh, gives him a large mug of something. Uh, Kasni stands back for a moment to let him uh, have something to to drink. So he just waits until um, Daniel looks slightly less like he would punch the next person who spoke to him. Yeah, and Daniel looks around the room and he sees you. He's like... Hey you, Blue Man Group. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, what, what's up? Where's the rest of your crew? Oh, they just nipped out for a bit. I'm waiting here to make sure that uh, at least one of us stays with you this time. We're very sorry for that uh, last time. It just, you know. Yeah, you better not skip out on me. So uh, what are your plans? I assume uh, going to the bank. Well, hold up. I need to eat something first. Oh, okay, okay. What? I, um... Fucking shit. <laughs> Yeah, Daniel gets a plate of breakfast, and around that time, uh, Declan and Dawn return to the tavern. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it's good that we uh, returned so quickly and didn't waste any time looking in uh, uh, old uh, books. I mean, you were you were gone for, like, almost an hour altogether, because, you know, it took you, like, half an hour walking there mm-hmm. and back. Shouldn't be so dismissive of books, Declan. They contain wisdom and knowledge handed down from the centuries. Well, we've got to do a job that we uh, need to do. Oh, don't I know it, and it seems our erstwhile employer is up and about. Exactly. Uh, Dawn sidles over and sits next to Kasni and goes, it wasn't too terrible, was it? Kasni leans in and, and says quietly, he's only just got up, don't worry. So, and Dawn grimaces slightly. Daniel, what's the plan for today? Well, first up, I finished this breakfast. Second up, we go to the bank. Okay, sounds like a plan. Wonderful, I'll go get changed. So yes, we wait for um, Daniel. He probably doesn't notice that Darren isn't there because I suppose he knew exactly how many of us there were. No, he doesn't notice because, spoilers, he doesn't care. Yeah, uh, you go to the bank. Uh, Daniel uh, holds down a carriage and because uh, there's no way he's going to walk around. And yeah, you drive to the bank, the Bank of St. George. It's a large building. Uh, it's got some fancy columns in front. Uh, it's made of a brownish stone, and above the entrance it says, The Bank of St. George. Follow Daniel in. Yeah, you follow Daniel in, you step in, uh, there's there's a few people inside, like, there's not, like, a long line, but there's a bit of a line, and Daniel just ignores the line and walks straight up to the window. Because he's rude as fuck. He is a rude, rude man. Declan's gonna try and look intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the window, uh... A red tiefling with big red hair and black eyes is uh, working. Hello! <laughs> yes. Kasni perks up. <laughs> yeah, Kasni, and uh, as you're checking her out, wait, th- doesn't she look familiar somewhat? Familiar? Oh dear. Yeah, you're not... Uh, actually, roll me, roll me a history to see if you can place her. Please forget an ex-lover. Oh god, please tell me it's not Ilka. No! That's a six. You definitely know, or you... It's been a while, you're not sure what her name is. Do, do I know that it's not Yilka? You're not sure. 
Oh god. Could be. Oh god. <laughs> what what did it, what did Yokai look like? Oh shit, you can't remember. I literally just have Tiefling X lover written in my uh, in my notes. Could be anything. Anyways, yeah, your party rolls up to the window and the woman she says, Sir, you can't just cut the line. That's not how it works. And he says, Do I look like a give a fuck? Kasni will like uh, I, I, I'm very sorry. I um I know you, don't I? And she she looks at you, blinks a few times, gives you a smile, and says, "No, I don't believe we've met." Oh, you look very familiar. Yeah, I think I'd remembered you. Perhaps, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm I'm sorry about uh, Daniel. He is um, he's hey, he's in a real hey buddy, party. buddy, buddy. Shut the fuck up. The real man's talking here. Kasni gives the tiefling at the desk a bit of a look as that that uh, that tries to convey. Yeah, that's just what he's like. Sorry, <laughs> I'm here to take out a loan. Okay, I'm I'm a big deal here. I'm here to take out a loan. Okay, I'm gonna need at least two George. And she's like, okay, wow. Um, in that case, uh, why don't you go uh to the room down the the hallway, third door on the right. That's the treasurer's office. She's the one that deals with large sums. She will uh help you out with this. And uh, Daniel says thanks, love, and uh just turns around and walks away. Walks down towards the hallway. Dawn follows, fascinated. Yeah. He does. He doesn't interact with banks like this. He, he finds this very interesting. Yes, it's this thing called a loan is a curious uh, concept. Like, I, I don't understand why you go up to the window. Normally, the manager meets you on the step. Ah, I see. Of course. Yes, you would not understand the idea of waiting in a queue. No, Dekla's gonna follow. But uh, as as soon as Daniel goes into like a, an office or something, she's gonna wait outside. Uh, is he gonna make um, Dawn and Casney stay outside? No, Dawn will absolutely stick with him. Yeah, it wouldn't be the worst thing to have uh, Dekla standing by the door. But uh, yeah, I I half expected to get Casney out. Yeah, why? Because he doesn't speak when spoken to. True, but also Daniel doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, magic being so self-absorbed, you. Don't care about breaches of etiquette. Right, that we head is... inside. Declan is waiting outside. This seems like a decent arrangement. You uh, step inside. There's a red-haired dwarf woman uh, sitting at the table. She, she says, "Ah, yes. Uh, please sit down. I was just notified you were here to take out a loan of uh, two thousand gold. Am I right?" And then I was like, "Yep, do George in the name of Calumber Wines." And yeah, she uh, she gives him a few papers to sign and uh, she says, well, the waiting period for the loan is 24 hours, so come back tomorrow and uh, we will have it ready for you. And then I was like, you got it, sweet cheeks. And uh, she just rolls her eyes. Dawn visibly winces at that one. Yeah, and uh, they shake hands and uh, you leave, so. Dawn sort of mouths sorry over his shoulder as they leave. Yeah, and the woman just raises her eyebrows and nods like, yep. I have to say, Daniel, it's a very strange way these banks are run. What the fuck you mean? Well, normally the manager would meet you on the steps and take you into a private office and offer you beverages before discussing business. It seems very strange that uh, you have to go up to a window. Smaller place. Oh, smaller place. Ah, yes. I don't know what kind of a fancy land you come from, but here we like to be straightforward with things, okay? So I can tell. Yeah. Daniel's not smart enough to realise Dawn is taking the piss out of him. He's not going to be told. Oh, he's smart enough. He's just too self-absorbed. <laughs> Does not care. Doesn't doesn't give a shit about your opinion. Everyone gives a shit about Dawn's opinion. That's the only thing that keeps him going. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> no, no. Daniel possesses a level of self-absorption that Dawn could only dream of. Yeah. So. Okay, you fuckers. So. Tomorrow, same time, same place. Consider the rest of the day off. I don't really have need for you. How kind. Thank you. Whatever. And he, he just turns around and walks off. He holds down a, a, a cab and uh, drives off. Dawn eyes his retreating back until he gets into the cab and under his breath, but audible for his companions, just mutters, No one would know. No one would know. <laughs> As he just sort of fingers a uh, dagger hilt. <laughs> Let's wait until he's got the money, if he gets the money. I was not 
he never mentioned it was just going to be a loan. I, I assume I, it was I assumed his it, bank account. Yes, yeah, so did I. This money seems to be uh, not quite so uh, definite as uh, as we thought. Well, look at it this way. After we rob him, he gets hunted down by debt collectors as well. Yes, that is, again, if he gets the money. I don't know if you know how loans work, Dawn, but uh, he is, um, shall we say, less respectable than you. Therefore, Isn't may... Everyone. Well, sure, of course. But banks don't have to give you loans if they don't think you can pay it back. I'm sure you've never encountered this because everyone would know you could pay it back. But Isn't he playing on his name, though? I hope so. I mean, it looks promising for now, but I personally am a little concerned that he never mentioned that the money was not his. If it's not his, I'm far more interested to why he's the one moving it and what it's for. That's how a loan works. You ask for money... They give you money, and then you have to pay them back more money. That's how banks make the money. They lend out the money that they have, and the people who borrow it from them pay more money back to them than they were given. That's how banks work. Stop, stop, you're making my head hurt. So are you saying that the banks are the con artists? Yes, very much so. And sort of like this light goes on above Dawn's head, and he strokes his whiskers and goes... Dawn the bank manager. <laughs> I have been doing this all wrong. See, I need a... to start a bank, Casney. One thing at a time. I've been doing this the long way around. Yes, I, I suppose uh, you never realised this, but what the bank does is you put your money in the bank and they use your money to lend to people. Casney. Uh, can we stop talking about this? Wraps his tail around Casney's uh, arm and draws him closer and goes... We have so much to talk about. Yes, yes, let's uh, leave this for another time. It seems to be um, upsetting, Decla. What time of day have we at, are we at now? Uh, it's around noon. Right, so are we going to uh, the library? Oh no, I've got a um, contact at the oh, university. Yes, so, uh, We're going back tomorrow. Okay, okay. Um, anything else you want to do? I mean, I, I considered perhaps going to the church, but apparently it's a fair distance away. Uh, Decla, are you interested in that? I casually looks Dawn up and down and... Looks like he's about to speak, and then stops and turns back to, to Decla. Uh, yes, would you like to have a look at the local church uh, at all? It's St. George, right? I don't know. I mean, like I said, if you would like to go there, um, otherwise I might head to the market myself. Um, Decla wanted to go to the market too, so shall we head off there? Oh, oh yes, yes, let's do that. Yes. Okay, you head off to the market. It's a... Uh... Fairly large market. It's not as big as the one in uh, Lidova, but uh, it's uh, still pretty big. It's got lots of stalls, various stuff. But Decla wanted to buy something, so what did you want to buy? Fishing tackle and two hunting traps. Okay, yeah, you uh, look around for a bit, you explore the market a little bit, uh, and yeah, you find a stall, there's an old hunter selling stuff. He's an, uh, he's an old human man. One eye missing, uh, mostly bald, uh, gray hair. He's got bear traps, he's got hunting traps, he's got arrows, short bows, he's got fishing tackles, he's got fishing supplies. Yep. He's got some dried meats. Dried bear paw, very good, very good. Half price, half price. <laughs> Lovely. She'll silently take the things that she wants to buy and plug them in front of him. Okay. Dawn will make sure she doesn't get fleeced. Yeah, okay, uh, Dawn, roll me insight. Uh, Decla, roll me survival to see if you know how much, if this stuff is actually any quality or not. Insight roll for Dawn is a dirty 20. Okay, good. I've got a 21. Yeah, so it's pretty good quality. Don, like you can read from his expression, did he, he probably put the price a bit higher than necessary. No, as long as, long as uh, he's not ripping her off, that's fine. Just slightly ripping off, you know. Yeah, Don't, don't appreciate a bit of profiteering, but as long as it's not taking the piss, right? Are you going to warn Decla about it at all? Or, uh... But it's quality stuff, so, you know. Yeah, as long as it's quality. Mm. Hunting traps are five gold each, fishing tackle as well. Yes, but we have established this world is slightly cheaper than things in the book. Except goats. Uh, he he would charge you five gold. Alright, I pay the man. Pay the man, you get the you get the stuff. While we are going around, Casley is keeping an eye out on the stalls as he passes for anything that looks like it may be undervalued. Particularly with regards to things like trinkets and jewellery and This isn't bargain like hunt. Casney, maybe you should do the uh, detect magic again. Yeah, actually, that's a that's a very good point because I can do detect magic at will. 
It takes 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah, so you focus for 10 minutes. You find uh, this at the center of the market, there's a small fountain. There's like a few benches around you. Plop your booty down on one of the benches and you do your ritual. And then you take a walk around the market. Throw me a luck check. All right, that's just a... Oh, 19. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. You find one thing. What is the thing? Oh, uh... Hmm. What the thing is, not, not what it does. It is... A small metal-looking ball. Okay. And it has some, uh, like, engraving on it. Okay. Yeah, it's sold as a toy, but you sense a light uh, transmutation aura on it. Okay. Kasni wanders over to the stall and sort of idly looks over everything, picking up a few bits and pieces. Uh, He picks up the marble and he says, Hmm, this might do. Uh, I'm looking for a, uh, a small gift for my niece this how much is this? This? Uh, this will run you about uh, three silver. Mm, three silver. I look back at something else for a moment. Um, two silver, five coppers. Roll me quick persuasion. That is 17. Okay, yeah, that, that works. Yeah, you exchange the money. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and you uh, continue looking around the market and, uh, you know, time passes and eventually, hey, it's closing in on uh, four in the afternoon. So... Right. I don't know if you uh, want to come with me, but I am. Um, I'm going to uh, meet a friend in the Bog Rose. I'm sorry. In the what? It's a bar. I I gesture out. This is a marsh area. Actually, uh, Cassney, roll me, roll me something. Religion, actually. That is sixteen. Okay. Yeah. You know that Saint Rose is the saint of sex workers. Oh. And uh, an established one with a rose in its title. Ah. Would Dawn know this? I don't know. Darren would have. <laughs> yeah, Darren, Darren would. certainly would have. Um, Darren definitely would, but he's not here, so... I feel like Dawn probably would know. I doubt he frequents these places, but I feel like he might know it. Yeah. Here's a world Also, you know, he has kitty. followed around a punk band for a while. They go to all sorts of weird places. Oh, yes! Mm. True. So, um, yes, I understand if you don't want to come. And uh, Kasni looks at uh, Decla sure it'll be your sort of place. You're welcome to come with me if you'd like. Oh no, I think it would be good for uh, Decla to get an expanded Kasnir, experience Kasnir of the world. Kasnir raises his eyebrows. Uh, sex work in this world is a uh, very legit, it's a very legit business. I mean, yes it is, but it, it is. is. It is no different from being a soldier. Yeah. But Decla has shown less than an interest in such things. I mean, she's ace, you know? Yeah, so um... I mean, is she ace? That's how I've been reading her. Mm. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's a good answer. I think it's more oblivious. <laughs> yeah, somewhere between ace and oblivious. Who knows? Right, we, we. I guess we all head to the Bog Rose. Yeah, you head to the Bog Rose. It's in the city district called the Planks. It's actually built uh, out above the bog, about the, above the marsh on wooden boards. Mm, it probably smells. Oh, I'm going to smell like a salt fur. There is a bit of a musk in the air, yeah. It's, uh, there's a lot of warehouses in the area and, you know, there's a bit of a docks there because uh, a lot of uh, traffic around the bog happens uh, on rafts. So there's a sort of dock thing. Anyways, yeah, you make your way to the bog rose. Dawn laments loudly that he's not going to be able to wear these trousers again, ever. They can be cleaned. You have prestidigitation. That can remove smells. And like, you can take them to a cleaners or something, you know? But I will know the smell is there, Casney. It won't be there! Good lord, you are such a prissy little kitty, aren't you? Can we go to the whorehouse? Yeah, you go to the bog rose. You step inside, it's a eh, medium-sized building. It's like a two-story building made of uh, old wood. You step inside, it's uh, nice. It's relatively light space. It's uh, not... Very super fancy. It's got that rustic coziness to it. Except on you only see the rustic part of it. There is not a hint of silk or marble anywhere in this place. Where have you bought me? There's probably silk. It's just out of view. Actually, yeah, no, that's a fair point. There is probably silk. It's just rope. <laughs> yeah, it's rope. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay extra for that sort of thing. Anyway, yeah, you step in. There's a bit of a bar area. Firstly, I'll look around and see if I can see Del. Yeah, you see, you see Del. She's uh, s- sitting there at, at a table. She sees you. She waves over. Casney, Del, my dear, you made it. Ah, yes, yes, um, yes, I did. I brought a few friends. I don't know. Is that is that okay? Are you? Yeah, no, that's that. That's great. Hey, the more the merrier. Uh, this is this is Dawn. 
and this is Decla. Hi, nice to meet you. She's a halfling. Um, Dawn gives Del a sort of probably a class two smolder. Oh, not pulling out uh, all the stops today, but uh... she doesn't seem to react in a way that you would like her to. Yeah, first time for everything. So, how do you know Casney? Oh, uh, we uh, our work took us in similar circles at some point. Yeah. I say in a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we used to be on a gang together. Don't say the eyes, Casney. A gang. Yeah. Yeah, Casney. A lot has changed since since you've been last here. Evidently so. You work. You are postmistress now. Yeah. Well, that's just a temporary. So we can we can afford to pay the place while we stay here. Uh, it's uh. Ah. We're actually here on a job. Yeah. I I wanted to talk to you about that, but. Lovely. You know what? Come with me. We have a we have a room upstairs. Uh, I turn and look at the other two, and I sort of lean in. Is, so, is that sort of thing? Is it? Are they okay? Yeah, no, they can come. They they can come. It's it's okay. There's. I mean, we're we're just staying in a room. You know, we're not like using it. Yeah, but um, and Kazni sort of eyes flicks briefly to Decla and then back again. No, no, it'll be fine. Don't worry. Let's go. But look, there's a nun over there that our monk can converse with. <laughs> and the nun turns around and her habit is backless. Kasni smirks very broadly and sort of does that sort of light, playful sort of smack on the shoulder of uh, uh, Dawn, <laughs> which I assume he doesn't take well. Oh, you. I heard that costs extra. Come on, let's, he- let's hear about your job. Kasni sort of looks at Dawn's face, surprisingly excited at this. And smiles, sort of a... Please, Gazni, I'm so bored. Okay, Del, show us the way. Yeah, and she's leading you upstairs and she's uh, explaining, she's talking to you. So, there's been a few changes since you've gone. There's uh, not as many of us as there were. Um, Well, that's a shame. So, Anna and Miss left. They're not with us anymore. They're... Got married and fucked off somewhere north. Well, um, that's lovely for them, I suppose. Yeah. Timon died. Oh. It wasn't on a job. Oh, dear. He cheated at cards and then he got stabbed because <gasps> Timon, you know? I, I'm sorry to hear that, but I, I feel like I feel like that was always going to be the way he was going to go. I mean, none of us were surprised, just sort of disappointed. Yes, I can see why. It seems... I, I mean, I can see it. I, I'm sorry to hear that, but he died doing what he loved. <laughs> yeah, getting beat. <laughs> That's... That was Timon. So yeah, were you already here when Fiola joined? I don't I don't think you were. I'm not sure. Anyway, you're gonna meet Fiola. She's she's okay. This was actually her idea. So yeah, it's basically me, Fiola, Aliona, Loreto, Dina, and Mickey. Oh, yes. Except Mickey, yeah, we sent him on the lookout for this job and uh he got caught and he's now in jail, so Oh. Yeah. And his grandma caught the wind of that, and um, now his grandma is here with us, and she opens the door to the room. And uh, in the room, you see uh, a familiar face. Uh, Kazni? Mima! Is that you, dear? And this is the cliffhanger where I'm gonna cut it for the day. (laughs) Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. If you can, please rate and review our podcast, and tell your friends about us. Now... Game! Game!